Welcome to episode 23 of Your Brain on God, 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 God. God, God, God. This is the first, <laughs> this is the <laughs> uh, part one of our self-awareness series. We're going to be doing three parts. Uh, really excited for this episode. It was awesome. Uh, we're talking about self-awareness and what it is, why it matters, and how God wants to partner with us in growing and going on that self-awareness journey. So listen in and enjoy yep good morning good morning good afternoon good afternoon good evening good evening good night good night wherever you are at are at whatever time you're at whatever time you're at right now in the time space continuum we'd like to welcome you to episode 23 of your brain on shh God, 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 my goodness, little boggies. Wow. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> it listen, has. Listen, we've been getting countless emails. Emails. Oh, <laughs> emails, emails, text messages, phone calls, all right? Telemarketers telling us, Aaron Daryl, when's the next episode of Your Brain on God, God coming God, out? God, 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 God. <laughs> I swear, if I had a nickel for every time I got a telemarketer just call me up, dude, I'm waiting for the next episode of Your Brain on God, I would be a millionaire. You'd be broke. <laughs> because it, <laughs> because everyone's been waiting for episode 23 because we're coming out. So welcome Coming's, back, family. Yeah, welcome here. back, all of our boggies out there. Boggies, thank you for your patience. Thank you for our patience. It's just been wild getting back in the mix, you know? Yeah, summer's been kind of crazy. We've been Lots playing Halo. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> there was one week where we literally didn't podcast because of Halo. <laughs> just one, though. Sponsor <laughs> us, Halo. Can I just say that? <laughs> we've been playing Xbox. We've been, we've been being creative, though. We've been making a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Summer camp's happening. Summer camps for youth have been Ministry. happening. Yeah, it's, it's been just been wild. On. It's just been wild. But we're back in action, and we're so excited to yes. be uh, with you. And and we're excited to to actually start a new series together. For the next three weeks, we're going to be talking about uh, self awareness, and and it seems to be a pretty crucial thing that we talk about in in most of our episodes just being aware of what's going on inside of us we're big on presence big on um self-awareness um mm -hmm. uh and, and and but we wanted to do an entire series about what actually self-awareness is what it means to be self-aware and how it actually benefits and opens us up um for our own personal growth and purpose in life and relationship with god as well as with our relationships with other people it's huge for our relationships with other people and give you guys some tools um, that you can jump into uh, hop into so that you can become more self-aware um, and and so we're excited for for the, these next three weeks to, to kind of really delve in i like that word delve, delve. <laughs> to delve not just diving okay but Sublime. delving yeah it's like a super dive <laughs> what sublime <laughs> Wait, what? What are you even saying? From, uh, you know, the movie? No. Princess Bride. Soup Life? No. In Princess Bride, when they fill, uh, what's his name? Uh, Wesley. His, his air with lung, and he, he pushes on him to see what his last words are going <laughs> to And what, what are they? Say. He's saying true love, I think. <laughs> but it but then they're trying to decipher what he's actually <laughs> saying. And when I was a kid, I just remember hearing them say, to blave and then uh yeah, wow that was, was a very only daryl <laughs> joke so i appreciate you saying that but no somebody out there knew what i was referring to yeah yeah okay uh, but we, we <laughs> somebody out there um but yeah we're excited to jump into self-awareness we're going to be talking about in this episode um how self-awareness actually um is a gift from god that's something that he wants us to dive into how we kind of open up ourselves um to realize that we are a a living being being aware of ourselves and then maybe some of the pain about that, about jumping into self-awareness. But let's start it out. Yeah, yeah. Daryl, help you us. Know, funny Get us on the story. road. I'm not a funny... I wouldn't call this a story. I don't think there's enough there. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> funny story. It's not funny and it's not a story. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I just jammed uh, my knee against the quick, thing. But quick I, anecdote. Yeah. Uh, 
just the other day you were talking about how uh, you were, I think you were with Max and you were, you were just, he told you, look at your hand and just be aware of that you were the person moving your hand, you know? Yeah. And where, which you, is a trip. You just look at your hand and think about how you are making movement happen. You know, you are the one who's pointing or right. turning your hand, wiggling your fingers, that it's you. Boggies, here's what we want you to do right now. I just want you to take a quick pause. Mm-hmm. Welcome to, to Self-Awareness 101 <laughs> with Aaron and Daryl, okay? Just take a look at your hand right now. Are you driving? Be careful, all right? <laughs> Are you at home? Just take a look at your hand right now, maybe front to back, change around, palm to what's the other side of the hand called? Backhand. Backhand. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the backhand. <laughs> and become Michael aware Sorry. that you have a hand. You have a hand. And that behind the hand is a deeper you. It's you. Wow. I just got blasted. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> but that was, that's a, it's a moment of recognizing right. that we are a self, you know, that recognizing our self, um, that we exist in this time and space as an individual person, you know, mm-hmm. uh, there is, I'm going to read a definition from Oxford dictionary it says that self-awareness is this conscious knowledge of one's own character, feelings, motives, and desires. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of definitions. I think for you can, if you to Google self-awareness, you'll you'll find all kinds of things that will be explaining what self-awareness is. Yeah. Um, and in the the book Emotional Intelligence 2.0, the authors say that self-awareness, simply put, is this: to know oneself as you truly are. Yeah. To know yourself as you truly are. And if we were to go back, uh, back when you were a baby, now think about this. You were just a few months old. Nine pounds, 11 <laughs> ounces. You were just a few months old, yeah. okay? <laughs> and when we were babies, we had no concept of ourself, really. Right. As being an individual person. You know, we didn't have a, this... Uh, we didn't have any kind of self-awareness when we were babies, mm-hmm. right? The recognition that we yeah, recognize. there, was a, there was an otherness to us, yeah. even. Right, right, right. We were just in life and stuff was happening, right? Right. We didn't, I don't know how we would have thought about that at that age. Mm. <laughs> but somehow uh, the research shows that around 18 months, a child is able to start recognizing themselves a little bit more. Hmm. Like as a self that this, this first experience of kind of self-awareness that I exist in this place with other people who also exist. Right. And And they wouldn't think about it like that, obviously. No, they wouldn't think about (laughs) it like that, but that experience starts to happen. But you even have kids like that, that are even younger than that, looking at themselves in the mirror and kind of like, Uh you know, uh and they're they're not even, you know, probably cognitive enough to realize that kind of thing, like that I have agency or something, but they can kind of see that might be me without actually thinking that might be me, you know? And then, but then they start to realize like, I'm actually a, a a being probably. Yeah. The 18 months. Yeah. Yeah. At that point, 18 months is generally when, uh, babies start recognizing that they are a person and Mm -hmm. there are other people. Mm -hmm. Right. And so this very first kind of experience of coming into self-awareness immediately changes the way that we see ourselves and the way that we see other people. Right. Right. Cause now I am aware that I am an individual person and there is another individual person. I have my feelings and my experience. They have their feelings and their experience. Mm-hmm. And at the basis of self-awareness, I think that, um, I know that we're not going to talk specifically right in this episode about how self-awareness impacts our relationships, but it's so integral to what self-awareness is and what it does. Totally. That it does affect the way that we relate with other people. Totally. Um, but today we're focusing on how it affects us, right? As mm-hmm. we as we discover ourselves, as we grow in self-awareness, what is self-awareness? Uh, what stops us from becoming more self-aware? Mm. And um, yeah, it's something that whenever I was... Whenever I was younger, 
whenever I was whenever younger. I was young. I was when I was young, self awareness. <laughs> I recently Brittany. discovered that I every time I tell a story about when I was young, I say whenever I was young. <laughs> <laughs> Brittany, probably his wife been doing was telling me my about whole that. life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And my wife told me. Yeah. And now I have a increased level of self-awareness yeah yeah you know that's something that i was not even aware i was doing but that's improper english and if anybody Whenever was, I was young. on the podcast and you didn't say anything to me yeah wow seriously guys you know you where are your comments i am okay to increase my self-awareness yeah i want to do that yeah uh but when i was young i found it so hard to ever express myself or identify uh, feelings and put mm. words to things that I I was feeling or even to uh, identify anything good that I felt I was good at. I really struggled at identifying things I was good at. I can pick out things that I felt I wasn't good at, mm-hmm. but I could hardly ever say anything that I was good at. Mm. Um, and that happened until I was in college, until after I graduated high school. Mm. I it still wasn't, I would, wouldn't really be able to express my strengths or the way that I'm wired, uh, the, the beneficial things that I have naturally to me. Mm. And as I grew in self-awareness, I grew in confidence Mm. and I grew in my ability to, you know, relate with others, but also relate with myself. Right. I think, um, self-awareness is huge, 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 because it impacts so much of our life. It impacts so much of how we see ourselves, how we see the world around us. And it impacts the way that we actually engage with the world around us. Right. Right. It changes the way that we engage with the world around us. There's a a, um, Dr. Don Clifton. He's like behind all the research for strength finders, which is a big self-awareness tool. But he said that if the only tool you have is a hammer, you'll treat every problem like a nail. And what he was saying is, if you if you don't think you have anything else to offer, you're going to treat everything the same, right? Right. You're only going to respond in the ways that you think you can respond. Mm. But as we increase self awareness, we start to realize that we have other tools, right? Right. We don't have to treat every problem like a nail, right? Uh, but we don't know that, and we just have a hammer, walk around with a hammer, smashing right. things with a hammer, right? <laughs> and sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. But right. as we increase self awareness, we start to realize. Mm-hmm. You know, I oh wait, there are other problems. Not everything's a nail, right. and I have other tools. Right, it's not just a hammer. And and we can see the effect of of <laughs> very clearly. You could probably think of a couple people maybe in in your life, and 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 maybe we sometimes we are those people. But um, a couple people in our life that are not very self aware mm-hmm. and seem to wreak havoc in their lives mm. everywhere they go, and everywhere they go, a, a storm follows with them uh, because they're not really cognizant of how they're actually acting, what they're saying, uh, aware of their own uh, weaknesses or strengths, or maybe constantly trying to uh, pawn off their weaknesses onto other people, projecting onto other people, um, you know, kind of op- maybe even operating in environments or, or going after things that really aren't their wheelhouse. <laughs> mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. a, a classic one is I remember watching like American Idol as a kid, and you would have like people that are just garbage singers thinking that they're the best and that they've only ever been told that they're the best, unfortunately. By their families, by their mamas or whatever, but they get up there and they start singing. They think they're amazing and they're absolutely garbage at what they're doing, right? And you, uh-huh. and it's like, how how does this person not know that they have a garby voice? You know what I mean? Like that, <laughs> that, that, that they could, they actually think that they could make it on American Idol, you know? But I, I remember, you know, thinking that as a kid, um, it, but it, it is, you can find those, those people in our lives that, you know, who really aren't aware of their strengths, their weaknesses, how they actually impact other people. They aren't aware of themselves, um, uh, of what's actually going on with their emotions. They're not aware of what they're feeling. They project on other people, all these different kinds of things. Yeah, yeah. And, and it, and it affects so much, um, uh, it affects so much of life, like what you're saying. And, and I remember, um, if I can look back in high school, uh, I wasn't a very self-aware kid at all. Uh, I, looking back, I realized that the things I was struggling with were anxiety and terrible, terrible insecurity. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and I was not even aware by any means that I had anxiety or that you know had anxiety, whatever struggle like a struggle with anxiety or was insecure. 
I just thought that that was the way to go. Like it, it was almost like I was, I was aware, but I was unaware. Like I was experiencing the effects of insecurity without actually having language to define it or know what was actually going on inside yeah. me. Right. Yeah, so I was yeah. operating in all of these anxious patterns, all these insecure patterns where I was trying to please people and, and, and trying to get them to like me and, and changing myself and being a chameleon in different situations based on other people's perceptions and, and wanting so desperately for people to like be proud of me and for me to be the funny guy or me to be the good skater and even having all of these dreams all so that people could see me. And, and I wasn't even aware of it. Like, yeah, right, like right, right. I, I knew it was there, but I also didn't know it was there at the same time because I, I hadn't been, well, one, no one ever really told me that, you know what I mean? Or there was pride or blockages keeping me from knowing it. Whatever it was, I wasn't aware of what was actually going on inside of me, and it was diminishing the, the, the purpose, the way that I cared about myself, the way that I loved mm-hmm. myself, the way that I saw myself, the way that, and then, uh, you know, how I related to people as well, right? So it's like, right, yeah. it had this whole just terrible stream of effects that, that, that I, and I wasn't even aware of that, you know? So, right, so yeah. and, and it's, um you know, it's, it's one danger to be aware of something and and or, or it's one th- danger to struggle with something or to be hurting people and to know it. It's a whole nother danger in itself to be, you know, acting in a certain way and be hurting other people, but not know it at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and that's where self-awareness comes in as such a, a tool. Um, it, it's such a crazy tool that, that God has given us, you know? Yeah. There is uh, a phrase when in the, you know, when we talk about self-awareness, there's a phrase called blind spots that most people are probably familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um, we know about blind spots when we're like driving a car. When you learn to drive, you have to learn about the blind spots right. on your car, right? And you have to know how to be aware of your blind spots and when to check your blind spots. And uh, whenever, if you don't do that, I mean, you could get into an accident because right. you're changing lanes and you don't see the person who's in your blind spot and you end up hitting them or maybe somebody's wasn't in your blind spot and then you then you look away and then they zoom into it and then they're in the blind spot all of a sudden and you end up having an accident but there's uh, a few years ago there's a study that showed that 100 or 8 850,000 accidents happen every year because of blind spots how many 850,000 850,000 yeah i thought you told me 850 before we started no <laughs> 850,000 so Are you like almost a million? Me? I wasn't about to cuss. I just I was just really pa- I was just very passionate about that freaking Yeah, it's a lot of accidents <laughs> happen every year just because of blind spots. Holy moly, yeah, that's crazy. You know, and we come up with we have technology now in cars mm-hmm. that help with blind spots. You mm-hmm. know, to help people identify their blind spot, to be aware of their blind spots, right, right, let right. them know when it's dangerous if they're gonna do something that moves into their blind spot. Mm. But the same thing happens with us when we don't increase self-awareness right we Mm. have blind spots Mm -hmm. that we aren't aware of and we just we we're operating one way and then we move into a direction that moves into our blind spot and we end up having an accident right right and sometimes we'll think oh it was their fault you know that wasn't me right but it might have been because we weren't aware of our blind spots right you know and the blind spots that we have in our personal life Mm -hmm. can affect the people around us but then it causes pain in our own life right um there is uh, a quote by John Maxwell. He said that the biggest, the greatest fool in life is the one who thinks they truly see themselves. Mm. And what he is saying is just that we we can go through life even when we go on a journey of self awareness, right. right? We we still are gonna have blind spots, right? And I think that's uh, kind of the first step into what that even looks like is like, well, we might not be aware that we have blind spots. Like what you were saying that you didn't realize it was insecurity. You know, same thing for me. I was really insecure. I I didn't know it was insecurity until later on. And then I was recognized, wow, I've been really insecure. Yeah. Right. It's something that I didn't know was there. Mm -hmm. And until I went on the journey of self-awareness, I started recognizing, wow, I have some blind spots. Right. And we might be in a place where we feel like we are really self-aware, you know, And but if, as soon as we think that we are fully self-aware, right. we are probably in the most dangerous place. Right. Yeah. It's like as soon as you think you have you've arrived, 
you yes. Pro- it probably uh-huh. shows you have a long way to go. Yeah. You know? <laughs> as soon as you think you arrived, it shows that you still have a long way to go. Right, right, right. Yes. And so and it's this journey of of growing and uncovering more and more of those blind spots, you know? And I, I think this is this is it's a it's a journey that I think God wants us to go on, you know? Mm-hmm, I, I think mm-hmm. he desires for his children, for his people, um, to step in to um, a sense of uh, awareness of ourselves and to to know ourselves if, if that's the definition based on the emotional health to to be to truly know oneself like yeah. God wants us that because it does it does keep us from so much that God has promised us right and mm-hmm. so I, he wants us to step into th- this journey of uncovering um, those blind spots I mean he sure did it for the Pharisees I mean he was pointing out a lot of blind spots uh, yeah. um, in <laughs> other people and I would say God he has nothing hidden there is no you know blind spot for for God and so he is the one that can actually show us where where we are blind and, and open those things up and he wants us to go on a journey uh, of uncovering that it says in um what what's the verse it's in Proverbs, Proverbs 20 25 verse 5 yeah 20 verse 5 if you want to read it Daryl yeah it says uh, the intentions of a man's heart are deep waters but a man of understanding draws them out right or the purpose of the a man purpose as well. Of a man the intentions or the purpose of a man are like deep waters. Mm-hmm. And it is, a, what is it, a wise man? that A man of understanding draws them yeah. out. A man of understanding that draws them out, yeah. And I think I think a lot of those things in us, as we grow, I'm still uncovering so many hidden things that I didn't even know ways mm-hmm. that I operate. Mm-hmm. But it is, it is a man of understanding or a woman of understanding of wisdom to go and draw out those things that are hidden. That are you know hidden I mean? deep within. Right. And, and, and really... You know what we were talking about before we started recording is that that God wants us to step into a journey of self discovery um, because because we are we are made in His image and so it, it, it kind of goes in like a, a flow it's kind of cyclical the more we know about God the more we know about ourselves and and likewise the more that we know about ourselves the more that we can see the glory and the creation of God or the intention or purpose of God for our lives. The more we become aware of some of those blind spots and even get to know ourselves, God knows us fully, right? Yeah. I love that verse in Jeremiah where where he says, like, even before uh, you know you were born, I, I knew you, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I formed you. Like, I, I know everything about you. And so actually, you know, speaking about your brain on God, uncovering who we are allows us to think like God or to see like God or to know what God knows. It kind of gives us uh, insight into his thoughts or his mind about us, about our created value, about who we were made to be, about his purpose for us as we start to to do the uncovering work of, of jumping into mm-hmm. self into self-awareness. So it yes. is a while it's a a physical and a and a um a psychological journey of uncovering things that maybe our even our brain has, you know, covered up from our past or, or whatever or the ways that we operate. It is a very, very spiritual and biblical journey to step into the wise man draws out the intentions and the wills. I would say the character traits, some of the maybe even yucky stuff, the the evil yeah. stuff, the blind spots out of the heart. It is a is someone of understanding who goes on the journey to pull those things out to the surface so that they can be seen before God so we can know ourselves. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. I think that we uh, can, and when we don't do that, we miss out on so much of what God has for us. Right. And on our relationship with God, right? Mm-hmm. Not not even talking about our relationship with other people, but when we lack self-awareness, that affects our relationship with God right? too. Because that affects who we, how we see ourselves mm-hmm. and that how we see ourselves determines how we are going to react and, and respond and behave in the world right. around us, right? And that includes with our relationship with God. Mm. There's a quote, I mean, a, a phrase, I don't know where this came from. It's probably been around for a long time, an old adage. If you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it'll think itself a fool. Right. Right. And if we are doing that, say that one more time for the people. One more time. This is for you, the people. (laughs) The people. We, the people. If you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it'll think itself a fool. Right. Right. But I don't remember how the second half has to do with, but if you judge it by its ability to swim, you know, something good's going to (laughs) happen. Right. Yeah. But if you, if a fish is trying to climb a tree, 
and it thinks it's supposed to be climbing a tree because it sees a, cla- a cat climbing right. a tree. Right. You know, it's going to think that it's a failure. Right. It's going to think that it can't do anything. Right. That it doesn't amount to anything. Right. You know, but it, it, the whole time it's just, it's not operating in the way that it's designed to. Right. And as we increase our own self-awareness, we start realizing how we were designed by God. Right. And how we can function and live in that purpose that he has set for us. Yeah. And we need to, we need to be able to grow in that awareness. Right. And mm-hmm. that, that literally changes our life. Right. Cause we stopped trying to climb trees. <laughs> right. 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 You know, and God is with us in that process and he, he is with us mm. and he ha- he has placed so much value and so much gold, so much purpose inside of each, every, mm. each and every individual. And it's all different. You right. know, he's uniquely created us and right. uniquely purposed us. Mm. And as we discover what he has created inside of us, the way that he has designed us, the way that he has set us apart, we can start living into that more and more and more. Right. But as long as we're living in uh, in ignorance of who we are, as long mm-hmm. as we're convinced that there are only uh, certain right. aspects aspects to us, and we don't actually continue to grow right. in that uh, awareness of self, mm-hmm. we will feel defeated. We'll feel like we're wasting energy. Right. You know, we're gonna have this experience of life that's just not what God intended for right. us. Or we'll get ourselves caught up in a in a and a whole lot of stuff that's almost like wasted energy mm-hmm. or swimming upstream, you know? Right. Like swimming upstream towards a purpose or towards a calling that we're not aware that we're not actually wired for, right? So right, yeah. so we can get ourselves caught in a, in a lot of sticky situations or get caught. I mean, it happens so so often of, of even not recognizing perhaps the the needs that we have inside of us or the motives that lead us into um, in, into certain situations into certain jobs into certain pursuits for for money for fame for followers for relationships for you know and, and we can end up swimming upstream and create needless battles for ourselves that that are all because we're not aware of what actually is going on inside of us you know and mm-hmm. and something that 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 my counselor has been teaching us and i, I think it's uh, maybe like a tony robbins thing as as well but but like of the the six kind of human human needs, human needs you yeah. know where we we need like significance uh we need connection uh we need variety um we need um certainty certainty um oh my gosh am i gonna blank we need contribution contribution is mm-hmm. that the same thing as significance or no, no. it's a separate one there's contribution. The six are there's uh variety variety or or um uncertainty is what he'll say certainty uncertainty significance mm-hmm. loving connection contribution and growth and growth Awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah. yeah, so you have these six these six human needs that 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 we desire and when we become aware so so what my you know my counselor has, has led me to to step into is to when I'm when I'm in a certain situation and and you know certain things come up before I act out of a certain thing to kind of sit and to be aware of what am I actually needing right now? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like, am I needing certainty because of like, I'm getting anxiety or am I getting bored with this because I need variety? Right. And, and it's, it's in the asking ourselves those, those questions that, that you start to see, what do I actually need? And then when you actually know what you need, you can make a proper decision yeah. that actually leads you into, uh, you know, like the, the, the quote unquote, uh, right. You know what I mean? Or, or the, the best option for you in, in, in your purpose, in your calling, in the way that you you know operate in work, in in kind of making decisions throughout the day, in even your emotional life, being aware of what do I actually need and yeah. how do I actually deal with these things, it, it it opens up all of this stuff. So it's it's super important. And on that note, I mean, this is something that Tony Robbins will talk about too: is mm-hmm. that we can find unhealthy ways to get those needs met. Right. And if we are unaware that we are doing that, mm. then we'll keep that cycle of unhealthy behavior right because we're we're behaving this way because we're getting this need met right right? we need certainty and so the way that we get certainty is trying to uh to um have control to assert control over everything and dominance Mm. we start being very dominating and controlling because we have that need for certainty right right and that's an unhealthy way to get that need met right 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 or maybe we needed variety, so we just never commit to anything, you know? Mm-hmm. We are, and there's these ways that we get these needs met. Tony Robbins gives a good example of a 
someone who grows up on the street and what the lifestyle that they know is that is to assert power over people to take things whenever you want them so like if a, if somebody a teenager is growing up on the street and they pull out a gun and started mugging somebody mm. he's getting a lot of his needs met mm. in that moment right right he has he has certainty he knows he's going to get a response right he has a, some uncertainty he doesn't know exactly what's going to happen there's right. some risk involved right he feels very significant in that moment mm. he has like the power yeah, he has the power. He's, right. he's getting half of those six needs met in that one instance, right. in that one behavior. Right. But is that a healthy way to get that met? Right. Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> but if we if we uh, continue in these behaviors that are meeting our needs in unhealthy ways without us knowing it, hmm. we will just continue to live in this cycle that's not going to be beneficial for us or anybody else. But when we grow in our awareness, in our self-awareness, and realize what am I actually needing... Right. And how am I getting that need met? Right. Right. The, maybe I don't need to have these anger issues. Maybe mm-hmm. it's not lashing out in anger because that's how I know to get this response. Right. right. But what am I actually needing? And when right. I can address that, I can make something make a difference for mm-hmm. my own life and for the people around me. Mm-hmm. Totally. Totally. Yeah. yeah, that's 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 huge. I think um, uh, a big a big problem with that obviously is in stepping into uh, you know i even uncovering some of those needs we can realize a lot of dark things uh, about ourselves or mm-hmm. a lot of hurtful things broken things um about ourselves which which is which is a painful process right, right. Yeah, and yeah. and while you know it's god's gift to us to step into um to step into self-awareness um it is also a a painful journey to kind of uncover some of these things <laughs> in our own lives. Yeah. And if it, if it if it was easy everyone would do it and you would see, you know, mm-hmm. you would see everybody living according to that kind of that kind of process of like, "Oh, I think I'm needing this, so I'm not going to uh, I'm going to get it from a, a healthy source rather than the continuing this cycle that my family has continued for <laughs> yeah. for for generations or or whatever it is, right? So if it was an easy process, everyone would do it and everyone would take a good evaluation and look at themselves and ask Ask them proper questions, but but what happens is in the uncovering, it's kind of like taking off a bandaid sometimes, right? And unhashing some some old wounds or ways that we operate, or or uncovering. Man, I really operate out of insecurity a lot, and and I don't even like the fact that I'm insecure because I keep playing off that I'm not insecure and I'm actually very confident in front of people. So that's going to be a, a death, you know? What I mean mm-hmm. that that's going to be an emotional death, a, a social death. People might see me differently. I, I I might see myself differently and now I don't get to hold this kind of facade, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. stay in a lack of self-awareness, you know? Um, cause, cause the, another old adage, I feel like we've used a lot, you know, is that ignorance is bliss, you know, like right. the, yeah, there yeah. is an aspect of, of, of if I'm not aware of these things and I'm just kind of living by my natural instincts and going for it and not really caring, you know, what's going on, you're going to get yourself in a lot of trouble, but it is easier maybe to live that way because you don't have to do the deep work of uncovering those things, yeah, you know? Yeah. So, so, so it's a painful process, you know? Yeah. Um, there was a, so whenever I was, um, dating my wife, uh, whenever, I got confused. There. Yeah. Yeah. Brittany, yeah. <laughs> I, well, I guess we're still dating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just went on a date last night. Oh, <laughs> um, but before we got engaged, I was talking to my sister about it and my sister uh, and my wife are both ones on the Enneagram. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you, if everybody knows much about it, but ones essentially something that they struggle with um, is a very loud inner critic, mm. right? So they're often people who are ones often uh, resonate with the concept of finding all kinds of things wrong with themselves, right? Mm-hmm. Already critiquing themselves, already questioning their motives, already thinking maybe I'm not doing this right. Mm. But my sister, she knew that Brittany, my wife, Brittany, was a, a one. And uh, I was talking with her about, um, you know, just how much I loved Brittany and wanted to propose to her. And she said to me, she's like, I want to it's like, I want to talk to you about something because it's because I know that Brittany is a one. And this might be helpful for her, too, if I can, if I actually express my experience. And she went on to say that there there have been times in our conversations where she is, you know, processing some stuff and then I uh, give some advice or I ask questions about things mm-hmm. 
that because she's already critiquing herself, when I say something that sounds like what she's already thinking, it just intensifies right. that self-criticalness, right? right? And so if I, when I said things that sounded like it could be judgmental, or if I said something that could sound like I'm giving a correction, or thinking like, oh, here's a better way to do it, that was a very hard experience for her, mm. right? And I had no idea that I was doing that, right? I didn't realize that <clears throat> that whenever I was trying to help, I was making it worse. <laughs> right. But if I if I didn't uh, have that experience with my sister telling me that, and I'm so grateful, I wouldn't have increased my self-awareness and become aware of, okay, I need to be intentional because when I do this thing and this behavior, I'm actually causing pain. Right. When I'm trying to help, I thought it was going to be a helpful thing. Right but it was actually causing pain. And there are probably a lot of things in my own life where I think I'm helping and I'm not, I'm just ignorant. Mm. I'm ignorant to the fact, so I'm, you know, ignorance is bliss. In that right. sense, right. I'm thinking everything's good and fine. Yeah, right. that was a great thing I said right. to that person. <laughs> but in reality, if I go on with that kind of behavior, not knowing my impact and other people mm. on, you know, my sister and and what, that's gonna, that's gonna affect me and my relationships right mm. but i grew in self-awareness in that moment because i was open to hearing something but i think the reason i thought of that was because it's uncomfortable right right it's never comfortable to be told that what you're doing is not doing what you think it's doing <laughs> right right right, right. especially and, when you're trying to love or you feel like you have the right idea of what love looks like in a situation and someone's yes. like hey just so you know what you're doing and you think it's working is actually it's not. Actually it's like, not. Uh, yeah. And that hurts. You right. know, it hurts for us to grow in self-awareness sometimes. Right. It's painful. Mm -hmm. It feels like, oh, I, but I, that's not what I was wanting to happen. And we can, we have a moment mm. to choose, you know, in that right. moment, I could have chose to say, well, you're just being defensive. I have good mm. advice to, <laughs> to share, Right. you know, and that wouldn't have been helpful, but I could have taken that stance of just been like, really hard on what I wanted to do and mm -hmm. focused on me. But as I want to love well, I have to grow in self-awareness, mm. you know, and I, even if to love myself, you know, right. I have to grow in self-awareness to love myself too. Right. But it's uncomfortable. It is. It's painful. Right. It's uncomfortable. It's, uh, it's challenging. Mm. And if we can't first accept those experiences, we probably won't grow in self-awareness. Right. If, yeah. we, if we're not okay with being wrong, if we're not okay with being called out on something, right. if we're not okay with being imperfect, right. you know, we, we can hold ourselves to this expectation that we need to be perfect. And mm -hmm. so whenever we're not perfect, we get defensive, you know? And that's what I was just going to talk about is, is the, the idea that, that self-awareness shows us, you know, and, and we have a weird view in our minds of what perfection is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and for some, a somewhere along the line, we got this idea that perfection was just like doing it, doing everything like, well, perfectly, but our view of, per I don't even know how to really explain it, but like everything to a T, like everything's just like I immaculate. Like we have everything just like locked into, and I don't even think that's what necessarily perfection I, looks like or I whatever. It's just, there is no such thing as perfection. Yeah. 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 It's different for every person. <laughs> yeah. It's different for every person, but, but it, it what, what self-awareness does is it shows us that in some way there are flaws in us mm -hmm. and whatever our view of perfection is or our ideal self, self-awareness allows us to see that we may not be operating, uh, according to how we want to operate or our idealistic self is operating or, you know, how, yeah, like you said, like becoming aware that I thought I was operating in this way and I thought I was doing good, but I'm not, you know what I mean? Right, that, yeah. that is a painful thing to experience. And I think we all have to come to the terms at some point in our lives that, that I am not a perfect being, you know, that, mm -hmm. that, that, and and that is a painful experience to realize that I have flaws. I it is painful for me to realize that my tendency when I experience pain is to run to escape to something. Mm -hmm. I don't want right. to be that. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> right. And I don't want that to be my mm-hmm. tendency that I run to distraction or I mm-hmm. run to addiction or I, whatever it is, or I get caught up in something or I, I, you know, whatever. I don't want to be that guy, but I have to realize that I, in some way, <laughs> yes. I have a tendency to run away from feelings and to go there. Do I want to admit that? Not really. You know, like, mm-hmm. do I, do I, do I n- want to be different than that? Absolutely. But in order to grow out of that, I have to realize for my own sake, I have to step into the uncomfortability mm-hmm. of that awareness. Hey, man, oftentimes when, um, you know, when I have an uncomfortable emotion, I put this over it and I pretend like everything's okay. You know what I mean? Right. Or or I just am running or I often run to distraction. I could just be on my phone for hours just to it and I'm not dealing with anything. And it's like to even admit that is like, hey, I, I don't even have the right ways of dealing with things a, a lot of the time. You know? So, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Totally. I want to be someone who's just like, I run to Jesus all the time. And, and you know what I mean? And I'm just, you know, I'm just solid, but I, I'm not there. And so, but the self-awareness allows me, and that's that's painful. You know what yeah, I mean? to recognize pain, that we're not even just we Even just be. this last week, realizing realizing, oh my gosh, there's so many ways this week that I've just run away from my emotions. And then, but what's good about it is that I've taken that opportunity, becoming aware of that, and then I've sat with my emotions and said, and actually Mm -hmm. dealt with the uncomfortability of, this is painful, I've been stressed out about this, this is going on, and I kind of have anger towards this person, or I'm kind of, I'm realizing that I'm not being very compassionate this week, and I'm not living according to how I want to live, and I'm still doing this even though I don't want it. It's like, ah, it's like, you know, but with all that said, that there is, there is hope in that, because in the death of some of those things comes a greater reality that you can grow and become a person that is actually more solid mm-hmm. than if I was to just pretend like everything was okay. Right. You know? And this is something that, that I had a thought in while, we were, while we've been talking is that there is a difference between self-awareness and self-consciousness. Mm-hmm. Right, that that we've all experienced self consciousness where we're so aware of uh, of our flaws, we're so aware of what's going on inside of us or or the wrong in us, or we're so aware of those different kinds of things that that it actually paralyzes us. Self awareness mm-hmm. is not paralyzation, right? Yeah, yeah. Self consciousness is paralyzation where it keeps you out of the moment, it keeps you from being present, it, it actually stifles you and paralyzes. But self awareness is is the it almost brings in simultaneously the the feeling of uncomfortability it brings hope with it because in in the feeling of uncomfortability and embracing those things it brings the hope of i can actually change this i can actually step into something new with god's help i can actually know myself more and and as i grow to know myself i know god more and can operate in this world in a different way Right. So, so while it is painful, what I've also gotten myself into the journey of self awareness is getting caught in self consciousness versus self awareness. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so yeah. So it's painful, but in the pain and in the death of some of those things where you realize that you're, that you're flawed, you can actually make, uh, make, you can actually make headway and make steps towards greater growth. Yeah. I can't remember who said it. I was trying to look it up, but she said, uh, that, in the journey of self-awareness, we have to suspend judgment, mm. right? We have to stop criticizing ourselves once we discover something right. that's not what we want. Right. Because it's in the moment of criticizing ourselves that we can become defensive and mm. we can come in, you know, create an excuse for something or get angry about something or just upset about something. Mm. But as we grow in self-awareness, we have to be able to stop judging ourselves, right? We have to look at what it is mm. and just acknowledge that that's what it is. Not put a judgment on it. Don't say it's good or it's bad. Right. Just say, you know, every time I get stressed, I run to this. Right. When something goes wrong, I run to this thing. Right. I go to this place. Right. Without putting ourselves in a place of needing to critique ourselves. Right. Right. Because we can think, I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be that person. Yeah. So I'm not, you know, and then we, at that moment, we can often, I think, decide to just believe that we're not that person that, oh, I go to that because of another reason. Right. And then we can make a big excuse. And then that thing stays there. The unhealthy Mm. behavior stays there. When we can remove the judgment, we can look at ourselves without judging ourselves. 
then we have the opportunity to truly grow in self-awareness in a healthy way. Right. And not in self-consciousness. Right. Right. But self-awareness. Just be mm-hmm. aware. Right. Just being aware. Yeah. And Con- yeah. that helps. Yeah. The consciousness is like an unhealthy fixation mm-hmm. on the wrong while like a, a self-awareness is, and it's like, it's judgment based right. while a self-awareness is more, yeah, it is what it says. It's I'm aware of this. Right. Yeah, right. It's and just, now I'm let's aware. just move towards steps, you know what I mean? Without judgment to remedy it, you yeah. know? And, and I think that's, that's the whole idea of being an observer, you know what I mean? And actually looking into those things without judgment. It's just, it is difficult to do that. It's you difficult. Know? Yeah. What I was it thinking, difficult. what I was thinking about while you were talking is the way that God sees us. Like if he knows me perfectly mm-hmm. and he's not like critiquing me, then uh, when I'm, when I'm realizing something about myself, I'm just realizing something that he already knows yeah, and that he's not critiquing me for. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so like to take a stance of almost critiquing myself for something that God already knows about me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? When he's not critiquing me, it's like it's taking a different viewpoint than than God's any taking on that thing. Because he's like he's like I've been aware of that since you're born. You know, like, <laughs> like <laughs> right. even before yeah, you're yeah. born, I've been aware of that, and I'm not critiquing it, right? So so we have this tendency to 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 when we come to that awareness, become more self conscious and be critique it, and not really take God's perspective or co- right. God's view of actually of actually yeah, I'm not critiquing that. Yeah, that's in you and that's been in you. But let's just let's just grow. You yeah, know, let's grow. Let's work with it. Let's grow. That's yeah. good. I think that if if we could do that every time mm-hmm. we became aware of something that we didn't like in ourselves, right? If we could say, "God, how do you see this? Mm. Uh, God, help me to see this the way that you see it," right? And that could be painful still, mm-hmm. you know. And that might that might elicit a certain response that maybe will be hard for us, right? But taking that step towards health and towards growth will mean. Uh, that the rest of our future, the rest of the days that are going to come after are only going to get better, mm-hmm. right? Because if we discover something that's that's eating away inside of us and we decide to ignore it because it's easier or because it's comfortable mm. or because we're used to it, then eventually that's going to keep rotting away inside. You know, that's right. going to cause problems down the road. That's going to cause relational issues. That's going to mm-hmm. cause personal issues. But if we can take that thing and think, okay, God, how do you see this? Mm-hmm. And what, what, what can I do about it? What's a healthy way for me to, to change? What's mm-hmm. a healthy way for me to change? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we could actually move, move towards growth, you know? Yeah. And, and actually acknowledge that thing. Mm-hmm. Confess, confess that thing that we don't want anymore. Mm-hmm. Just acknowledge that is there. And, and something that's helped me is, um, a lot is something that I've learned. It's just the, the fact that I even don't want something in me shows me that it's not me. <laughs> right yeah yeah. you know mm-hmm. like uh, if i didn't care i wouldn't care you know yep. if like if i didn't care about how i was acting in my life or care about my purpose or care about my emotions it's i i wouldn't care i wouldn't even think about them i wouldn't even go on a journey towards self-awareness but even just the initial step into self-awareness to become aware and to want to grow shows that you're not the person that you don't want to be or that you're so scared of being does that make sense? Does yes. that make sense? Like, yeah, no, and I've thought that, and I've had conversations with people right. around that same thing, right? Because if we, if I, if I was like bothered because you know I always put my right shoe on before my left shoe, mm-hmm. <laughs> and if that was a problem for me, and I wanted to do it the other way around, it, it's. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That was probably a really bad example. That was a very bad, <laughs> super bad example. Super bad example. Yeah. But no, if, maybe it was good. A lot of people could relate to that. But maybe you're supposed to put... <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, but if there's something right. inside of me that uh, that I do that I have a problem with and, mm-hmm. I th- and I start judging myself for doing it, it shows me that I... That's not... At the deeper part of me, I don't want, I don't want to actually do that. Right. That's not actually the deepest part of who I am. Right. Because otherwise, I wouldn't care. Right. You know, if I if I didn't care about that, then I wouldn't care about it. Like we just said. Yeah. If I'm caring about doing something and I think I should do this differently. Right. Then that shows me I have the capacity to do it differently. Because right. deeper within my heart, I want to do it differently. Right. Exactly. And that it's going against my d- the deepest parts of me. Right. And if those are the parts that are most true, mm-hmm. then that isn't part of me. Right. You know, and sometimes we have to break off those habits and right. ways of being, but, mm-hmm. and that's what brings hope, 
Right. And there's hope in that because mm-hmm. it's like, you're right. I don't, this isn't who I am because I don't right. want to do this. Right. And how often do we actually like stifle our own growth or our ability to actually change because we're so caught up on the fact that we haven't changed yet, you know, mm-hmm. or we're so like driven by the, or beat down by the emotions of how we've failed that we don't actually take joyful steps in towards success. Yeah. You know, and I've done that so many times in my life where I, I get mad at the fact that I, I have something and I'm, I'm more <laughs> being mad at, at where I'm not takes longer than actually just taking a step towards being who I want to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like you, you take a, uh, an act of self-awareness. I realize, hey, I have a tendency to, you know, whatever, go to my phone whenever I get into a hard time. And then I'm like, oh, why do I do that? I'm the worst. I can't believe it. You know what I mean? And then I'm so focused on that that I can't say, okay, well, what could I do to actually change that? You know what I mean? Right. Or, yeah. or, you know, it, it, that kind of stuff, you know what I mean? Where it actually allows you, there's a hope in, in, in just not remaining in that judgment place. You know, it's huge. Yeah. It's huge. Being able to look at ourselves without judgment helps Mm -hmm. us yeah helps us change faster and Mm -hmm. probably come to a better conclusion or decision on how to change right a healthier conclusion for sure yeah for sure i want to read the scripture before we end Mm -hmm. psalm 39 um 23 verse 23 verse to verse 24 search me O god and know my heart Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Mm. Point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life. Mm. And I think this is, David wrote this, mm. and this is about growing in self-awareness. Right. You know, and it's asking God to search me because I don't even know every part of me. Right. I don't know all the things inside of me. I don't know everything yeah. that's going on. But the unknown sins, the unknown things I'm doing. Yeah, yeah but... I have blind spots, things that I do that I'm not aware of, but would you search me and help me become aware of those things? Mm -hmm. Show me my anxious thoughts. What are the things that I'm worried about that I Mm. don't even know I'm worried about? Right, 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 right. You know? Yeah, that's huge. And to point out those things in me to to help me grow in self-awareness in any way that's not aligned with who you are, let Mm. me, I want to know that so I can change, Mm -hmm. you know, and lead me in the way of everlasting life. Right, yeah. And that's, that's what the journey is about. It's about walking with God into that place of everlasting life, leading, allowing him to lead us into that place of everlasting mm-hmm. life where we can live fully as he designed us to live, right. to walk as he designed us to walk, mm-hmm. you know, and not to miss out or to, to disqualify ourselves because we're believing things that aren't true, but to, right. to truly know who we are, where we are called to, to mm-hmm. know the purposes that he has for us and to walk in those. And that takes intentionality. It takes yeah. growing and self-awareness. It's huge. That's huge. Yeah. Wow. That's good. That's a good way to. That's a that's good, good way. That's a good way to end it. And and I love that. I love that God wants to do that for us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I believe He answers that that prayer when we actually humble ourselves enough to say, you know what? There's probably some things in me that are causing some issues or actually holding me back. And I want to be aware of those things and I, I can't change what I don't know, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, so once we identify those things and once we know those things, then we can make steps towards actually living better, living more full, going after things that are healthy and, um, and, and good in our lives. And so, yeah, help us Lord. Help us, Lord. Sweet baby Help Jesus. Me, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help me, Lord. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this uh, episode 23 of Your Brain on God. We will mm-hmm. be back next week uh, for, not next week, I'll be at camp, the following week for part two, <laughs> part two. of self-awareness, how mm-hmm. we relate to people um, in relationships and how self-awareness helps um, in relationships. Make sure to follow us on uh, YouTube, on Instagram, um, on Spotify and iTunes podcasts. Um TikTok, follow us on on everywhere and uh yeah comment yeah yeah definitely say hi yeah (laughs) say hi we love you guys all of our boggies out there have an amazing week and we will talk to you soon peace out peace out later